What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Surviving and Walking in Your Purpose. I'm your host, Gigi Blackshear. Our guest has an amazing story of what it means to be a true survivor. Please welcome to our show, Ms. Cheryl Lawson Wright. Cheryl, welcome to our show. Thank you. I'm excited about being here. Cheryl, please tell our audience, who is Cheryl Lawson Wright and what is your survival story? Wow. Okay, Cheryl is a mother of two beautiful sons and I have a grandson. People that know me, they will think that my story would be about being married for 22 years and within those 22 years my husband having an affair with, I can say, I had a saying that would say I stopped counting with the number 22. Oh my. But that's not my story. My story is that through the midst of all of that, I did not know myself. All of mm -hmm. us, my husband and I, we were so busy taking care of others, doing for others, that um, I failed to recognize who I was, who my true identity was. I failed to love myself. Mm -hmm. And it took the words of my oldest son saying to me, Mommy, I think Daddy and you would have done okay and we would have done well as a family if you all were not always trying to help someone else. Oh my. And that was like a dagger in my chest. So I had to go and pray and think about that. And it wasn't that the part about helping other people, where I failed was that in the midst of helping everyone else, I failed to help myself. Neglected I neglected yourself. myself. Yeah. When I reflect back on it, I think I was like a Martha. Mm, mm. Busy. Busy, busy. Busy, busy, busy doing for this person, doing for that person, never saying no. Um, to the point that where I really didn't know who I was, I failed to love myself. I failed to recognize my self-value in the midst of it all. In the biblical story that you referred to, 
Martha was busy mm -hmm. working and serving and preparing for guests. And her sister Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Martha complained about her sister just sitting there doing nothing while she was busying herself with working and serving. And she, Martha was indignant. Why won't you make her come and help me? And Jesus said to her that Mary has chosen that good thing. And he said, he admonished Martha. He said, Martha, Martha, thou art careful about many things. Mary has chosen that good part and it will not be taken away from her. That spirit of Martha, that busy, got to do it, I got to take care of it, I got to fix it, I got to make it happen. As women, it's easy for us to get caught up in that. Yes. And like you said, we, get to, we do it to such a degree, we give so much of ourselves caring for others that we forget who we are. Yes. We lose ourselves in that process. So talk about how that played out in your life. Well, um, it, it's funny the way God used it all, because one of the things that I did, that, that he did lead me to do, and let me back up a little, um, I thought I was being a Mary also because I was in the church busy mm -hmm. working, but mm -hmm. it was just busy work because I failed to find that place with Jesus. I failed to sit at his seat, mm -hmm. at his feet. Um, but I did hear his voice at one point, and I paid attention to his voice. In the process of, of the infidelity with my husband, I discovered a young woman that was pregnant from him. Mm. Showed up at her door thinking I was going to pick him up because that's what I received this phone call to get him. Um, but this woman answered the door and she was eight months pregnant. Oh my. with his twins, you know, just moving forward in the story. And fast forwarding from there, I heard the voice just as plain as day, write her a letter. Mm. You need to reach out to her. She's hurting just like you're hurting. Oh my. So it was one of the most painful things that I've ever done was to sit and pen a letter to the woman that was pregnant with twins from my husband saying that, I'm here for you. Mm. you it know, took great it, grace it, to be yes, able to do that. Yes. And now moving forward to how all of it came full force and, and stopped me and make me, made me recognize that I was missing the mark was the other journey, my cancer journey. Mm. I found myself in a peculiar place alone at this time, separated from my husband. Is um, I, I, you know, was going through that process, recognizing that there needed to be more, there had to be more. So we were separated at that time, and then I um, discovered that there was cancer. Mm -hmm. I, I touched one time, I touched two times, I touched the third time, and I heard this soft voice again, stating that yes, there's going to be a storm, but I'm going to carry you through it. Oh my! So. Through that journey, didn't ended up without health insurance um, before I can even have surgery. Mm. I was lost, didn't know where I was going to go, what I was going to do. Of course, my parents were there and they gave all of the support that they could do. But that young lady that God forced me, because at that point I didn't understand, 
didn't know why I was doing it, but God forced me to write a letter to, to befriend. It was that woman, the woman that I was supposed to hate, mm -hmm. the woman that was supposed to hate me, that was there for me when I needed someone in my life. Wow. Other than my parents, she put thousands of dollars in my home. And I get emotional every time I think about it. Mm. Just like, what if, what if you had taken another I route? I would have taken another route with her. What if I would have hated, yeah. like society wanted me to hate? Yeah, or dictated. Or, that, yes, that you, yes. Rightfully so. It would have been yes. justified. Mm -hmm. It would have been justified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was the beautiful if you can call anything beautiful mm. and, and going through a cancer journey. Yes. That was the beginning of a beauty through that journey. So you went from one calamity, one casualty, with your husband's infidelity, mm -hmm. to having to accept the fact that he had fathered twins mm -hmm. with this woman um, after you said many Yes. Acts of infidelity. Yes. Um, from that situation, being separated from your husband, to then finding out that you were ill, that, that you had cancer in your body. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is amazing how God orchestrates our lives. That part when you said that you reached out to this woman and you wrote her a letter. Um, you know, we think. What kind of woman could do that? Where does the grace come from to, to accept that situation and then to be able to reach out to her in that manner? Um, so we know that there had to be something there, something out of the ordinary, because the ordinary thing would have been, like you said, to be filled with hate and anger and rage at this woman but you took a, a different path. And because you took a different path, that kind of opened the door for a relationship mm -hmm. with someone that was then able to be there for you in a time of need. Yes. That is a very amazing story. It doesn't happen, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. And it was through that journey, that relationship, that I was able to recognize that I was missing the mark with loving myself mm. that that you know I was taking care of everyone else and I didn't recognize my worth I didn't recognize my purpose at that time and it was that woman that helped me to recognize because yes. she started you know sewing into me not just the financial right. part but she started speaking into my life you know mm -hmm. you know let it you know Cheryl you're such such a wonderful person you're such a loving person. And I'm like, me? Loving? I'm wonderful. And it was just mm -hmm. something hard about grasping that. Receiving that. Receiving that receive because that. I did not see myself that way. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, you know, I was just, just Cheryl lending a helping hand. I was just Cheryl the worker. I was just Cheryl that always said yes. Yeah. I was just mm -hmm. Cheryl that was always there for everyone. You know, I can relate to that because my mother was the exact same way. She was a caregiver for everyone. Mm -hmm. And she gave of herself, she gave of herself, she gave of herself to very similar to you. She 
had given out so much of herself that when she got sick, there wasn't anything left to care for herself. And that, at times, that's the role of a caregiver. You give so much that you forget. You forget about, you forget about yourself. So you discovered that you had cancer. Mm -hmm. How did that affect your life going forward? And that's the beauty of it. And whenever I say the beauty of it, people don't understand, you know, how can there be beauty in cancer? Mm. But I truly believe God didn't uh, force it to happen. No. But it happened. Yeah. And he used it for my good. Mm. Because I be truly believe if it had not been for the cancer, I never would have been able to take the time or never would have been able to have the time to sit and be still. To sit at it his was feet. doing that journey, yes. I was able to truly sit at his feet. Mm. I was able to truly hear his voice. I was able to, you know, recognize how much he loved me. I was able to see all of the issues, you know, dealing with my husband, all of the women, all of the encounters, mm. how he was there. All the, time. all the time and he protected me and mm. our sons through it all mm. so it was during that journey that I discovered my true identity which he allowed me to write about that and, and, and in that process the writing part I stopped to journal as a child I yes. used to write all the time but in my busyness I lost that art I lost mm. that process so it was through this journey through this time of being still being forced to stand still, that I recaptured that. That's And I really recognized, yes. you know, my, my, my purpose, my work. It's that scripture yeah. again. All things work together for good yes. to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. Not all good things, but all, all things. things. He is able to take even those hurtful, painful things and work those things together for our good and bring us out better and stronger for them on the other side. And you say, how can something good come out of something so bad? Because sometimes, and, and I don't say that God causes these bad things to happen. I believe that for whatever reason, he allows it. Yes. Because I personally, I believe that he's in control. So if he allowed it, then ultimately it's gonna work together for our good. Yes. And listening to you and, and seeing you here and, and seeing how beautiful you are and how strong and healthy you look, we know that it worked together for your good because you're here to share your story. Yes. So there may be others out there that are listening to your story that are dealing with similar circumstances and situations and they just need to know, they need to see a real life example of what it looks like to have gone through hell and high water come out on the other side and be better and stronger for it. Cheryl, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. You're welcome. It's a beautiful My story. Pleasure. We'll be back with more from Cheryl Lawson Wright in just a moment. We are back with Ms. Cheryl Lawson Wright. Cheryl, you have shared with us a wonderful story of great grace and compassion Tell us what's next for Cheryl Lawson Wright. It's to share that story 
and not just share that story. I, I, I failed to mention during that journey, I didn't all, only discover who I was. I discovered how to properly take care of myself, mm. mind, body, and spirit. I um, began to eat healthy, mm -hmm. organic. I began to use all natural products, even make some of my own products, you know, using essential oils. And I began to rest and, and enjoy life. You know, mm -hmm. the, the simple things in life to just go out and explore, to exercise, to walk, to even do dragon boating. Mm -hmm. That's another story. <laughs> but um, to answer your question, I use that to teach others how to truly recognize their true identity and then to love themselves with by taking care of themselves, mind, body, and spirit. Maya Angelou says what we learn, we teach. Yes. We teach. So I do toxic-free classes. Mm -hmm. I um, do classes helping others transform their house from toxic to toxic-free. Mm. I um, do do-it-yourself classes with making personal care products with essential oils and mm -hmm. shea butters, the coconut oils. So that's where I am with that. And then I'm also in the process of publishing. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Your story is definitely one that needs to be told. Um, I imagine that in writing that story, writing is cathartic, writing is healing. So even in writing that story, it is facilitating that healing process. And that's the other part of that journey, yes. getting to the point where you're sharing that story. Mm -hmm. Because that's when you know that all of those things that work together for your good, that's when you know that you are in a really good place yeah. when you're able to share that story to help somebody else, to be a blessing to somebody yes. else. Because there are women out there that are dealing with the exact same circumstances and situations, and they need to know how to go through it with that kind of grace, yeah. how they can go through it, and how they can survive it. So you've given a very good example of how to go through with much grace and much um, just power and confidence and all of those things that have brought you to the place that you are now. And the fact that you were able to self-care. We have to get back to that place where we begin to take care of ourselves, where we're not looking outside of ourselves for, for somebody else to come along and take care of us. That we begin to do what we can do to protect our health. And I love hearing about your natural products. Please tell our audience where they can get in touch with you if they want more information about the products or the classes that you offer. I don't have a website right now, but you can email me at realhope, the number four, help at yahoo.com. And you can also reach me at 904-203-9816. Cheryl, thank you so much for sharing your wonderful story with our audience. We know that someone is gonna be helped just by hearing your story. Thank you so much, and God bless you. We'll be back with Lakita Brooks, licensed clinical social worker, with more resources. 
We are back with licensed clinical social worker, Lakita Brooks. Lakita, welcome back to our show. After listening to Cheryl's story, the only word that I could come up with was great grace. Great grace. Are there some resources that you could suggest to someone that might have some of those kinds of challenges? I know. Gee, gee. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's all I can say about Cheryl's story. Um, one, I would say, as far as resources, there's so many. So I would say go to Lakita Brooks LCSW.com. Mm -hmm. It's L E Q U I T A B R O O K S L C S W. Dot com and there's a free national resource list. Um, Cheryl talked about health concerns, so on there we have information about health insurance, um, different health departments, also maybe applying for some other benefits through Department of Children and Families, and a host of other resources. So those are just a few things that they can access on that website. Okay, okay. Part of Cheryl's story was being able to accept um, her husband's infidelity. Um, and then she went right from that to healthcare issues. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of things in there. One of the things that she talked about was that she was so busy and so caught up with all the doing and the being and the giving and the caring of others that she forgot who she was. She lost herself in that process. Do you see much of that in your work? Yes, and even in my own personal life. Mm. You know, I'm a woman, I wear multiple hats. You know, I'm a daughter. I'm yeah. the person that when people have problems, they call me because I get it done. Yeah. No, I'm a mom, I work. So I wear multiple hats and I have to, you know, be in tune with my body to say, Lakita, you need a break. Time to take a break. Exactly. It's that, it's that spirit of Martha. I call it juggling and tap dancing at the same time <laughs> because you get so caught up in doing all of the things that need to be done. And I've gotten it to such a degree that I'm juggling and tap dancing and spinning plates at the same time. But ultimately, when you get to that place where you're doing so much and you're giving so much of yourself, something is going to be sacrificed. Sometimes it's your health, sometimes it's your relationships. It can be any number of things. But as women, you know, we are called to multitask. And I don't know that that's a good thing, you know? Sometimes we can do so many things that the major things, the important things, are sometimes sacrificed in, in doing the many. So we really do have to really take better care of ourselves. Um, Cheryl also talked about um, learning how to use natural products and the care, in the care of herself. And that's wonderful because we know that everything that we need, God put it in the earth. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that he put everything that we need to care for ourselves, to, to be healthy and to, to eat healthy and to live healthy. He's already provided it for us. 
We just have to look for those things. Mm -hmm. So she offered, you know, herself as a resource for people that want to get more information about some of those products. She did. And also the other thing I loved about Cheryl's story is that we all have to be aware of how we treat people. Yes. Never in Cheryl's wildest imagination did she think that the lady who had an affair with her husband would be the one to be there for her. for her. So in life, we just have to really treat everyone with dignity and respect. And if we don't like what they've done to us, we just have to, I don't want to say accept it, but just don't have any anger or be nasty towards them because we just never just know. know. And she even talked about the benefits of co-parenting. Co-parenting yeah. works. Yeah. I think even recently on Father's Day on my Facebook page, you know, I put a post on there of my daughter's father and yeah. said, hey, co-parenting does work. Yes, in all relationships, you have your ups and your downs, but it can work because at the end of the day, it's about the children. It's about the children. It's yes. about the children. Mm -hmm. It's about the children. Akita, thank you so much for sharing those resources with us. We really appreciate having you on the show. I'll be back in just a moment with some final thoughts. It has been said that into each life some rain must fall. When I listened to Cheryl's story, it seemed that there was a lot of rain. But through it all, she was able to maintain. She was able to still be able to move forward and to come out of all of the calamity and the circumstances and the situations of her life, to be able to come out of those circumstances and situations even stronger and better. I believe that inside of each and every one of us, there is a, a core um, strength that if we look within and look up, we will be able to not only endure and go through, not only survive, but we will also be able to thrive. Thank you for watching our show.